Welcome to the Ooh, that was loud. Sorry, scared myself. Welcome to the Static Zone podcast, where we discuss everything you watched back when television had a static, snowy covered channel. Before you popped in that VHS or switched over to Channel Three, I'm your host, always wandering around the Bates Motel trying to escape giant cheeseburgers. I am Scotty Moe, and with me, as always, trying to find that best payphone possible near those Krispy Kremes, or maybe he's hiding under his Star Wars bed sheets. It's Corey, aka Tornado Jones. Hello. All right. We're going to get into it here because this is the movie of this episode is Making Contact, a.k.a. Joey. What? I was going to I was going to remind you, I want you to give a little backstory on why we chose this first. Well, hey, who's the host here? Maybe I was going to do that. I don't know. (laughs) I got COVID. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Rachel said to me downstairs, she's like, you're five minutes late. I'm like, it's my podcast. Yeah, you're starting to get the big head about it when it comes to the YouTube. I'm like, these are my series. We can start whenever I want. Anyway, right? No, I'm sorry. But if if there's if it's ever two people, uh, more than one person waiting for me, I'm I'm more polite. So, um, yep. Right, right. I don't. Fair know. enough. There's no way to not sound like an asshole with saying it's my podcast. But no, we're happy you're Bye. all here listening to us um, because we do this for the hell of it, and sure as hell aren't trying to make money. That's why it's my show. Um, That's right. Anyway. Yeah, so uh, what we want to let you know, though, is only he can see it. Only he shares its magic. Only he knows the danger. Making contact. Um, This movie was introduced to me uh, by the live Mystery Science Theater 3000 tour. That uh, They've done a couple of those. Um, Rachel and I saw another one where they did the movie can't remember so i'm not gonna bother trying to but the i'm hmm, not the only mystery no i was just saying the only mystery science theater i ever really remember is what is it it's like an old black and white one where the guy like (sighs) mole people no it's not mole people it's about a guy that has like no it's got it's about a guy that has like a drunken mother and like he ends up accidentally stealing from a bank or something like that or I accuse my parents. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Wow. (laughs) Because it starts off with, I accuse my parents. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is good. And the reason that, uh, we'll get them on here at one point. My, uh, one of my college roommates, Chirito, him and I, um, we had a framed picture of a duck in our apartment because of that MST. Because there was, (laughs) in that MST, you never see into the hallway more than a frame picture of a duck for some reason yeah. from this yeah. lady's apartment so whenever they open the doors they just go rank, 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 and then the door closes and you never like that's the whole joke I, I, we might have missed our calling i think that's what we really need to do is just do yeah. mystery science theater shit <laughs> yeah it's um they that show is a barometer of whether or not i should try to continue some conversations with people that sounds horrible that sounds way worse than i mean for it to nah. But, it's fine. It's your um, podcast. You choose who you want to talk to. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So it used to, well, I mean, it straight up used to be a barometer of whether or not I should try to be friends with someone. And by that, I mean, like, if I quoted something, I wasn't expecting someone to, because quoting MST is quoting two decades of a TV yeah. show that each episode is two hours long. So you got to be on that wavelength or in another zone somehow, maybe the static zone. But, um, yeah, I'll never forget that I was hanging out with some friends in college and walked into their friend's uh room 
in, in this apartment complex or, or this dorm building, and he was watching an, uh, mystery, an MST, and I was like, oh, Mystery Science Theater, nice. And he didn't say anything other than the title of it, but he told me years later when we lived together, he's like, yeah, when you walked into my room and you recognized MST, I knew you were good people. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, that's right. So, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good bar- that is a good level to gauge someone on because I think so. I agree with that because it's not that show's not for everybody. But um, when you find the ones that uh, people can sit through, even if there's just a couple, man, they're good. So I'm wearing the shirt that I got from this most recent tour uh, that uh, they did this movie. And they described it just how I have with this synopsis right here. Um, synopsis. A child talks to his dad's ghost and obtains special powers to fight an evil being with the help of his robot buddy and pet dog. And then every sci-fi movie you ever saw from 1970 to 80 gets tossed into this collective diarrhea of insanity covered in licensed toys. It's making contact. So we're going to get it. into it. But before I we go, you said licensed toys and all that stuff. I remember there's a movie called Space Raiders, and Space um, Raiders. I don't know that one. On the on the, it's very good. It's a Roger Corman, uh, Cormick uh, movie. Uh, oh no, we talked. I think we talked about it on uh, Galaxy of Terror because that was the movie that got Galaxy of Terror the budget to make the oh, movie. Okay, because Space I mean, Raiders made so much money. Super forgettable name. So yeah, it is. But on the back of that box or dvd they they use the term star wars and then they have to credit it at the bottom like Mm. they have to credit star wars i wonder if this fucking movie credited it because goddamn did they use a lot of star wars references oh yeah (laughs) i was gonna look up but i forgot after i put in the factoids i was gonna look up uh how this was released um physically i was gonna say in the aftermarket in the vhs market whatever the hell you say physical distribution um, uh it would be um, home home release yeah what's that's the what home VHS release is. right 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 i um, don't fucking know I, yeah and we know it got a dvd and at least a blu-ray talk talk about i don't know if the I blu-ray ever that, actually came out yeah i'm not sure uh so this movie um when it when we watched it when we went to this show um so i guess to further explain how the live tour will work for anybody who is familiar with mst3k um they have it in a theater like the like you would go to see like a like a musical or a play type of theater because they use the stage to do the stuff in between where it would be skits on the mst show um Mm -hmm. and if anybody doesn't know what mst is look it up because if you've gotten this far you probably already know anyway uh there's about but, three different hosts so be ready <laughs> yeah well technically four i'm not sure how this next season's working out but they count um can't remember her name who's doing uh, the live shows day. but no but the um the live shows they do these skits in between but then they have a movie on a on a screen and the host and the bots uh sit in the corner kind of on a with a blue light on them so you hear them and mm. you hear them over the movie and but i mean you can hear the movie at the same time um so this was like watching this a second time i will say not as insane and i could understand or no i i could i still could not understand what was happening with some plot points even though i didn't have the crowd laughing like we're talking like the reason that i picked this was when we were watching it with a crowd of people i had never seen a movie where i said what the fuck is going on so many times while watching the movie like yes. literally i did not understand what i was seeing in front of me so there were many was... times so i i watched this <laughs> the day of this recording yeah and i only watched it once but 
audibly the phrases I said that came out of my mouth, not just messaging you, yeah. were, holy shit, wait, 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 <laughs> what? And then no fucking way. Were reiterated probably six or seven times each. And also, this movie doesn't know what it wants to be. That's what I said about four times. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I turned to Rachel so many times. I'm like, what the fuck is going What just happened? What is happening? Um... Yeah, it's great. The the we'll we'll get to the best part of the movie and I'll mention what MST said, but all that aside, we're going to dive into this. Oh, we're going to dive into this with with all that I was prefaced at the host of the MST thing. She said, um this movie is what happened when a director saw a lot of movies in the 80s and started to make a movie but ran out of ideas, so he just put those movies into this movie yes and it's yes. yeah like scene for scene almost sometimes so um Exa- the synopsis yeah, was not far that. off uh we'll get through the um quote-unquote facts of the movie of what we could find anyway uh not a lot yeah the budget number i got was actually from the imdb imdb trivia page so that's something that anyone can update like wikipedia so long excuse me so long as you have an account i'm so excited i'm getting gassy um <laughs> maybe 1.5 million no idea what it grossed because we couldn't find it on the weekend chart of when it released in west germany born and raised um it released on november 21st 1985 uh yeah. in the u.s it released on december 27th 1985 we are recording this on december 28th so happy That's 36th birthday weird, to That's this. fucking weird. Um, also, hey, remember how we said we were going to do some Christmas movies? Whoops, Christmas is over. Fuck that. Fuck that. I already got the next movie that we should do next. Oh, good. Yeah, Christmas is over. At the end. I also yeah, realized I when we were planning that, that you know, well, we, we I don't know, I, I was going to say we messed up, but we didn't really have a plan to begin with. All of this is on our shoestring budget that we do this podcast on. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we... um set out to do christmas movies there are five fridays in december so we release this on a friday we could have had three releases but november was shitty and uh, and rachel and i honestly started watching christmas movies at november 1st so i'm already like two months of christmas movies and and uh lifetime channeled channeled out so i was i was like by the time we lifetime got to this, or hallmark uh both sir we got the holiday Ugh. channel here it's literally you, called uh, that on the fire stick. It's just called the holiday channel. Um, have you seen the thing of all the covers of the Hallmark movies? And they're yeah, I shared fucking that. identical. Oh, is it, was it you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, every uh, there's one black couple out of the 25 movie covers. Yep. All and, the dudes wear a green sweater. Well, all the dudes are wearing flannel. All the girl, somebody either both or someone is wearing flannel of either red or green color. And it's typically yep. basic ass white people, except for one cover. Um, Yes. No. Yeah, we played Hallmark Bingo over Christmas, so uh, come at me. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, 1985, December 27th, and we do have the weekend list here. Uh, I will read off some names because it's not on here. Uh, <laughs> at all. Nowhere. And Top 27. <laughs> man, but there are some things on here that it's like, why would you even bother releasing a movie? Uh, wait a minute, is this that Santa Claus? There's no way. No, Sorry. Not, um, not, not 1985, no. N- no. No, 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 not, not Tim Allen. I'm talking about Santa Claus that was also called Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Um, oh. Anyway, <laughs> through this list here, we've got uh, Rocky Four, Jewel of the Nile, Spies Like Us, Out of Africa, 
101 Dalmatians. But side note, didn't realize that movie was that old. Um, Color Purple, uh, Clue, Back to the Future, I, one, Part I One. Clue. Yeah, Back to the Future Part One. Uh, King Solomon. Oh wait, uh, yeah, King Solomon's Mines. The Gods Must Be Crazy. That movie's uh, fantastic. I've seen it. And then a lot of other things. So like, there's. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was reading off some other ones. I'm like, I don't know. I don't even recognize some of these. So, but we, but uh, point of the matter, like, you know, Spies Like Us, Rocky Four, Jewel of the Nile, Back to the Future, insane, you know, more emphasis. Insane to roster the, to have to go against. <clears throat> yeah. More emphasis to how we grew up in the wrong decade. Um, yeah. Man, oh, man. That's back though. when you can movie hop very easily. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you do a lot of things very easily in the 80s. Uh, speaking of, make this movie. So, directed by Robert Emmerich. Is it Emmerich or Emmerich? Uh, no. Okay, so, probably... hold on. Let me, let me go on my fucking... Roland Emmerich. And Why did I write Robert? I don't know. But Roland Emmerich has fucking made movie... Independence Day? Mm-hmm. Fucking The Patriot? Mm-hmm. Like, the... so, he's been making... They've... He's made so many movies. Like, Independence Day, Godzilla, the 1998 one. That's not oh, the one that we Roland. Like, What the fuck about. is wrong with me? Yeah, Matthew Broderick, uh-huh. Godzilla's. The day after tomorrow, I I like to say he he has directed besides the Patriot. I would say he's a director of disaster porn movies. Is what it is basically. That's what I call the Independence yeah. Day. Kind of started that trend where you had your yearly blockbuster disaster porn, and then it turned into every month of a year yeah, where you had did. one of these movies. But and the only way I can think about this, it came out in '85, very early in his career, and he. He's written a lot more scripts or has, like, helped write a lot more scripts that he has directed. But mm-hmm. I look at this as a Peter Jackson situation where Peter Jackson, Jack, Jackson, is, he's yeah, he's uh, famous for The Lord of the Rings. But, you know, Brain Dead that was one of his first movies. And everyone's like, holy shit, he did this movie? This is how I look at the Roland Emmerich. But this is not as good as Brain Dead. I, let me let me clear that off the table right now. Right. But I, I could not when I saw that because I, I was watching the movie. I got about 15 minutes into the movie and I was like, let me pull up the IMDb, IMDb page while I'm watching this. And it said Roland Emmerich. I went, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I just could yeah. not believe it at yeah. all. I don't think uh, I'm sure they mentioned this at the MST thing, but that was well overshadowed very quickly when this movie began, because when I was watching it again now, on um oh we we didn't mention we should we need to get into the habit of mentioning how we watched this for this episode if anybody wants to <clears throat> catch up on these um it's on Tubi or uh, some other things but uh, Tubi still an app surprised I, yeah uh, I was very surprised I didn't have to log in for anything I just clicked on Tubi and then it watched, let me watch the movie yeah I was even more surprised that it's on a streaming service when like half the shit we try to watch is not like uh or it's not well, like readily available for free um quote-unquote free streaming services am i right big streamers am i right everybody big big stream (laughs) um but yeah but no when i when i yelled in my fire stick remote making contact it didn't come up what came up was joey which is its german title right on which confused the fuck out of me i didn't i didn't even see it because of course like the movie contact with um i forget her name uh Jodie Foster, I think. Um, yes. Also, the other movie, Joey, which is like a kangaroo movie, that kept coming up for me whenever oh, I typed okay. in Joey. 
Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? How can I fucking find this movie? You have to put like making contact in parentheses with the word movie after it. And oh, it's yes. still going to pull up contact shit. Yeah, it's a bad name. It probably made more sense in the 80s, but it's a bad name now. But the um, yeah, it, but it, not even that movie. That wasn't even the first recommendation. I forget what it was. I should have like taken a picture of the TV or something, but something else came up. And then on the thing below, Joey was the first result. And I, I scrolled right past that. And I'm looking around and I look it up online on my phone because sometimes that will tell you like where you can watch it. And it came up as Joey. And so I looked at the TV. I'm like, oh, this is it. Oh, it's on yeah. here. Jesus Christ. And which makes sense because they say his fucking name about 50 million times in the movie. So. Yeah. Oh, but with that, I clicked on it and then it shows on the fire stick, like who's in it, what they've done. The director's the first thing that pops right, up right. and then Independence Day, Godzilla, Day After Tomorrow, Independence Day Resurgence. I'm like, that's the same director. Holy crap. Because no yeah. shame. Independence Day is probably one of my favorite sci fi movies. Uh, I really liked Fair it. Enough. And it's it's one of the first times I remember wanting to go to a movie because the critics said it was shit. But I liked Will Smith growing <laughs> up watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I right. saw that he was in a movie. I didn't. This was also that was also my introduction to Jeff Gold. No, I saw The Fly when I was too young to see The Fly. But this, I, you saw know. I think I saw Jurassic Park because this was uh, Independence Day came out after Jurassic Park. Right. I believe mm -hmm. it did. And I think that's why I well, that's I have a story. Right. We went to yeah. Blockbuster. I remember the day, the week, weekend it came out. I went up there, and my mom was like, get Independence Day because it just came out. And I went in there, and the whole wall is empty. And mm -hmm. I walk up. I'm like, hey, you guys have any episode or copies of Independence Day? And the guy's like, well, I was going to rent it for myself tonight, but I guess you can. I was like, thanks. And I just took it and left. I was like, you should have said shit. You should have just kept it behind the counter. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a citizen. You didn't really care that much. Yeah, right? What a stand-up citizen. Uh, yeah, uh, that, other than I'm, the director, that's I don't right. know anybody Jurassic in this movie. Park because uh, Jurassic Park was before this because I remembered that he, Jeff Goldblum says in both of them must go faster. Um, it's so my, weird. That's my takeaway. Uh, you know the the Goldblum metaverse. Um, sure. Whatever. So this is crazy, and really to go through the cast, I'll mention Joey Collins is played by Joshua Morell. And Laura Collins, his mom, is played by Eva Krill. She's been in a couple of German TV shows and German movies that I'm not going to try to pronounce the names of, uh, other than okay. Bach. Um, I just, well, I mean, I took German in high school, but the other one was Reifer die Insel, and the other one was Tatort, or it might be Tato, not sure. Um, sure. Uh, Joey Collins' main character is, has been in nothing else. Most of this cast has been has done nothing else that's at least been noted on IMDb. Um, but Fletcher, who is the name of the dummy, the ventriloquist dummy, that's right, folks. We'll get, we haven't even started talking about this movie yet. I know. Um, yeah, get us in there. <laughs> I want to mention that he did, he's done a ton of voice acting though. Uh, his name is Jack Angel, which is a good name. He sounds like a fucking Dick Tracy, uh, yeah. sidekick or something. Um, yeah, Jack Angel. But he's done a ton, ton of voice work, not main characters, but just voice work in general from AI, artificial intelligence, to the Iron Giant, Toy Story. Um, it, more recently, he actually did a voice in World of Warcraft, uh, yep. Final Fantasy 15. And uh, is that my right? Yeah, that's the Roman numeral. Final Fantasy 15 Comrades and then Care Bears Unlock the Magic. Magic. And tons more <laughs> and tons more i have written there in all caps he's probably the um, biggest star in the movie <laughs> yes definitely and meanwhile all he does is like go Rah! 
Yeah. Most of the time. That's his first four <laughs> lines of dialogue. His angry growling is what the subtitles. Like, I'm old. I got to watch shit with subtitles now. Yeah. So um, it's just. You know what? I've, anyone... got, I've got Rotten Tomatoes and Wikipedia and everything else up, but who fucking cares? We don't need any of that. We don't need facts. Neither did this no, movie. We got Let's through, go. We got through the shit already. So before we get into it, that fucking. For anyone knowing, this dummy, think of the Goosebumps dummy. That's kind well, of what it looks like. Yeah, I'm and you stretch sure his face out. Yeah, and put a monocle on him. And I'm pretty sure Goosebumps probably stole some designs well, from this fucking movie. R.L. Stein is a no talent. R.L. Stein is a no talent hack. That's been allegedly uh, known knowledge for quite some time. If you have read any other horror stories or watched any horror movies, Goosebumps ripped it off. So um, well, he also hates kids. So allegedly. So <laughs> oh, great. Um, that's fun. Uh, so I've seen this movie twice. Uh, yes. Corey has seen this movie once, and it's freshly in his head. I mean, it's freshly in both our minds, but man, when I experienced this, I, I told Eddie, I was bummed you were not on the episode of the Scrubverse after I saw this, because I said mm. to Eddie, I'm like, we are watching this for the Static Zone. I cannot wait to talk about this movie with Corey. It's I probably cannot... better that I didn't listen to it. Yeah, what, uh-huh, to your own other show. Um... Yeah. <laughs> so, you know... The only thing I think we should set up before we really get into it is okay. uh, it starts with a funeral because Joey, the main character, I guess he he's that 80s star kid age of like 8 or eight? 10 or yeah, 13. I don't fucking know. Um, but his dad's passed away, so it's just him and his mom. And that's the funeral. And then next, I think the next, literally the next scene. he a shot from the outside of the house. Yeah, and then they yeah for like go five minutes. <laughs> Did you, okay, Did you so enjoy the establishing shots everywhere lasting like 30 seconds? Yeah. What pissed me off was the lighting in the back of the house. But anyway, I get it because it's for a movie. But yeah. when you go from the when we, we go from a scene of that front of the house into Joey's room, I don't know who that person was in the bottom right corner of the screen. If you go back and watch that scene, it looks like maybe a PA or someone's like, all right, these are your lines that you need to do. And then they run off screen real quick. And oh, there's like nice. half a half a frame. That That's you great. see them run out of the room, and I went, what? And I rewound it three fucking times. So <laughs> it's a ghost, like the ghost from Three oh. Men and a Little Lady. And Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And so we go, and I, I mean, we can bounce off of each other if we want to, but I just have to get these two things off my head, because otherwise I'll forget them. But we go to Joey, who's looking at a picture of himself with his father, right. and the way that it's framed, you don't see the front of the picture right away. Right. You see him reading his lines. Uh, that's one thing. I'm glad Joey Collins never got any more because he's terrible. He's not a good actor. Well, he was he, like, he, how were you acting at this age? Come on. Hold on. Hold on. We're in 85, Scotty. We are in the boom of childhood actors in 85. Yeah. Um, all right. Like, we can't. He doesn't get that excuse. But, and you can tell he is reading his lines because his lines are on the front of that fucking picture. Oh, until they. Nice. You could just tell by I can tell by the way you someone reads something that they're reading it very like I am the director of this movie and like all that and I was just like all right whatever, but then I we just get dad. right into it supernatural shit right off the fucking bat immediately Joey thinks he's talking to his dad on his Red Fisher Price phone that's next to his <laughs> Star Wars Jedi bed sheets that's next to his Pac Man drum set underneath his uh let me write Smurfs. Okay. Here's vinyl uh, player. 
Yeah, I'll read a couple of my notes here. Joey's bedroom with tons of toys and only the best licensed one. Joey talking to uh, Smurf stickers, TIE fighter, Sesame Street curtains, Pac-Man drum set, uh, basketball, Sasquatch puppet that fucking made me laugh every time. Or maybe it was a gorilla. He floated in on the TV. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. Um, Yeah, I've got other licensing things, but it's just like... This is, again, the 80s where we mentioned in another episode, it might have been The Wizard, because I was talking about behind the scenes stuff Mm -hmm. where the director mentioned that you don't you didn't have to ask anybody for permission. There wasn't like red tape. You just said, can we have 12 six packs of Pepsi and use throughout the movie? And they're like, yep. And but this is like prime pickings. Like, it's amazing how much you see the entire Return of the Jedi logo here in this movie. It's not just right there. And yeah. it's like in the first 10 minutes of the movie. And it's not the only Star Wars reference. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many Star Wars reference. You get a Millennium Falcon. Like you said, you get TIE Fighters, which one of the TIE Fighters has a fucked up head on it for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, okay. You have Darth fucking Vader, but we'll get to that later. Uh-huh. So- <laughs> With his muted lightsaber. That's one thing they couldn't couldn't get away oh, with it was using muted. That i didn't even notice that yeah because you were probably wrong. screaming so much at this tv uh, i was losing it at that point man <laughs> yeah um i wish i would have went to this mystery science theater thing with you guys uh, this would have it been amazing good. it's really i really i i hope that somehow they've recorded the riffing of these movies that they did live because the other one was a jacques Claude van damme movie and it was great but um, well, it's in. I looked up the the Mystery Science Theater has like a fan wiki, and yeah. they said for making contact that they, I don't know if they said they recorded it, but they did reference the tour. So they're like, this oh, is yeah. part of the tour and all that stuff. So I don't know if they're I saw maybe they'll too. release it later. I, so I don't, I don't know. know. We'll see. It would be nice. Um, but then even like, so he's talking to his dead daddy. Thinks on the phone. We'll we'll lay out the yes. the basic facts of this because. I forgot you in 10 minutes in this movie, you forget that the kid's dad even died. And like, that was even a, a an event in his life because yeah, everything after that room scene. Happens. No. Oh man. Because then, immediately uh, we went from all this licensed toys and shit to here's Krispy Kreme, you idiots. Here's some pay phones, which made no sense and doesn't make more sense when they show those shots that they were able to totally illegally just film <laughs> like, you know, um, fucking shotgun in half of this movie. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah. the French Connection, where you didn't have any, you didn't have any warrants or any, oh, uh, yeah. anything to fucking record. That's it, though. Like the 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 way this movie starts really sets the base for how this whole thing goes because it's his bedroom to payphones to Dusty. You don't even know if it's a ventriloquist dummy, Dusty, just like creepy looking statue doll thing, and then back over to uh mom overhearing joey talking to somebody and it's like what where was that where is this where are we now what dude with the first introduction of the you don't even realize that the ventriloquist dummy is like right next door to his house exactly you think it's somewhere else in the city Mm -hmm. so like he's gonna go find this dummy or the dummy's just gonna show up because he activated something or something i will which also made no sense because the house i think is like on near their property line or like a neighboring like a house shack with an underground or, uh crypt or something like that or labyrinth. yeah very trying to be goonies and then also not and then it's i think it's the bates motel someone said somewhere in a website i read once on the internet i don't know i, I don't know it's it's really weird but it, it sets up how this movie is going to fucking be mm-hmm. it's like hey we're gonna boom over here hey we're gonna boom over here because we don't know what the fuck we're doing so we're gonna jump over here too Jump but up. I will say Jump that the up. part, the part with the mom overhearing, because at first she she thinks he's in denial. 
Like mm-hmm. she, he's just like, oh, he can't, you can't deal with it. I mean, we've yeah. all lost loved ones and you kind of like try to stay connected to him and that's his way of doing it. So she just kind of breaks down in the, in the hallway. And I'm like, okay, that scene was pretty good. But then like this movie doesn't want, know what it wants to be. Cause this movie, what I think I sent it to you. I said, this movie is like E.T. or the Goonies with that happy-go-lucky kids movie feel. Mm-hmm. And then you get like, what else did I put in there? I said, uh, uh you e. mentioned one thing that I have not. Poltergeist. Uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of the terrible CG. And we're, and we're not talking items. like they have vibes of these things. Like it is literally like you could put them side by side and say like, oh, that is the Poltergeist. That is from Poltergeist. Like if you, if you had yeah. these movies side yeah. by side, you could ask people like, which one of these is Poltergeist and like pick one or which. You could you could say to someone, "Is this Poltergeist one or two? And it's a picture of making contact. <laughs> you yeah, know? they would be like, "Oh, that's number two. and you're like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> and then it's part of another like another movie which came out in like the '90s. It's called Frequency. It's got Dennis Quaid in it, and it's basically oh yeah, okay. Dennis that movie's Quaid. not bad. It's I not very bad, but now. the whole thing is this guy's contacting his dead father through some kind of electronical device. Mm-hmm. But it's like through time and shit. So it's weird time travel shit. But anyway, uh. The the next scene that I can remember is the school part. And this just establishes that kids are fucking assholes. Yeah. Like, yeah not even yeah, assholes. Yeah. They're just cruel. They will they will narrow in on something that they think is weird about you and they will fuck with you. Like mm-hmm. this kid's dad is dead. The the problem is the kid but he's eight years old. The problem is the kid told everyone he's talking to his dad through a phone. Yeah. And that's why they're making fun of him, but it still doesn't really justify the making fun of because nope. That's like if you're gonna make fun of a kid, like that's like that's a like, line you don't cross. It's like, <laughs> like making fun of people for going to a vigil or something. It doesn't really yeah. make sense. Uh it's just like, oh man, you know. Yeah, it's just, it's and like not even that part. Like at one point he's like, I I thought he was sent to the principal's office because in that last scene I didn't really know. Yeah, go ahead. I think you're leading up to what I was going to say. Well, what I was going to say was like the this scene prior to the scene I was just talking about, where it looks like he's waiting for to talk to the principal or a second. He's in kid. he's in a hallway on a chair on a yeah, yeah. But the scene before that, like the kids are making fun of him and all that shit, but the teacher legitimately like he cares about him. Right. And like the teacher's like, hey, don't like his dad died. Are you fucking serious? Like he didn't say, are you fucking serious? But he's like, come on. Like, let's yeah. not make fun of him for that. That's rude. But then he meets. I don't even know the girl's name. I don't remember that girl's um, name. <laughs> no one's really ever given a name in this movie. I think Except it was for Laura, Joey or someone's Laura. No, that's his mom. I I, I don't know. But he he long story short, he he shows his powers off. To, he's surprised. He's got powers. He's got telekinesis powers and can move shit yes. with his brain. Because he wishes it, and his dad helps him do it, and I'm like, Sally. And even the maybe I don't know. He maybe. plays with her pigtails, telekinetic. Yeah, I just call her pigtail weird. girl, and I just called her pigtails in my notes here. The so problem is it. we don't have enough time to set up because the, the actress that plays her is garbage too. Like none of the kids' actors. Like look, we go from, I, and I'm not. I don't. I'm just gonna jump around in years, but we have Monster Squad. Fantastic mm-hmm. childhood actors. Like, they're all synergized together. The Goonies. That also works very, very well together. This mm-hmm. one, no fucking chemistry at all. 
Like no, no chemistry before these be, between any of these actors. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm talking shit on. I, the movie was enjoyable, like, <laughs> but because it's so fucking ludicrous, that's why it was enjoyable. <sighs> yep. Yeah. So I don't even know what the next scene was after that scene. Uh, he makes her pigtails float with his powers. Yeah, and then I think his mom picks him up. Uh, Teacher yeah. talks to her mom. I, I think he shit. was supposed to be going to. They were. I don't know. I don't know why he was in a hallway, but I think maybe he was uh, going to the principal's office because the kids said that he was so confident that he was talking to his dead father. And maybe, I mean, if I was a teacher, yeah. I would be like, hmm. Maybe we should get this kid out of class for a little bit because he might be going fucking nuts. And I think uh, that's what the teacher just. And I think that because he was I, he was either waiting to talk to a principal or whoever, or he was waiting on his mom to come get him. Which I think that's what it was. Yeah, it could have been just as simple as that. There's not like I know. I always say I hate when movies state things because it's an insult to the audience's intelligence. But man, this thing didn't tell a shit. And so we were really piecing it together as much as the editor was, I think. <laughs> it was, uh, I will say that I didn't know it was shot in West Germany until I read the notes and everything you put in there. Because yeah. I will say, it does, in, the, in this next scene, you're getting like driving scene and right. ADR of the mom talking to Joey and back and forth. Yeah, and you think it's in a dope. New England area. It yeah. looks very New England. Like mm-hmm. you get a coastline, like you get like it's cold and all that stuff, but... I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't uh, look well, but that but then they're on a beach at some points. Like I wasn't sure if they were trying to do like yeah. SoCal or uh uh yeah, like you New said England. New England or something. Um it's very confusing. It's it's very confusing because there's hills everywhere, but then a beach. Yeah. And like so forest the areas. So Yeah. So uh we live in every continental corner of the fucking I mean, US. Rolling- Roland Emmerich was trying to make sure it would get released in in the United States, so I guess he did a good job there. So. Mm-hmm. And who helped better than that than uh, Charlie the Robot and Scooter the Dog? Best characters in the movie. Yeah. Uh, the I uh, fuck. I just I was so I'm I'm trying to make sense of my notes because I wrote things down so haphazardly. I wrote Charlie the Robot, Scooter the Dog, explore exploring an old house, a barn, a silo, ventriloquist dummy. Like that's my that's notes. the thing that's like up the hill next to his house. Yeah, he's just like we're not supposed to be here. Come on, and I'm like, what? Why is this here? Yeah, it's where are you? How did you get there? Is. Yeah, yeah, it's just like there's this no is a shed. There's no point of connection with anything uh, with except any that piece. that's where the dummy is. That's yes. the only reason. That and later on in the movie, this becomes like a fucking monster maze. Is what it becomes. Yeah, that's I think the only reason it got uh, we. Th- for some reason, this movie is under sci-fi horror. It is not a horror movie. Yeah. I'm telling you that right now. There are parts that if I saw this as a kid, I probably would have nightmares, especially most of the scenes with the dummy. Um, but yes. I could, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if these the children in this thing were traumatized after the nonsensical Nightmare on Elm Street maze at the end. Um, what? What was I gonna say? Shit, I had it and then I lost it. Scared of the dog like... is great. That's what I've got. Yeah, Scooter the dog and Charlie. Charlie's like the it never. Charlie the robot. Charlie the moving non licensed robot that just stays like, uh, uh, what's a what's 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 the word? Not anthropomorphic, but just has its own personality. It's a toy yeah, it's robot. Just alive. Like, it's alive now. And at first, you're like, oh, he's moving shit in his room. If you've ever seen the movie Pod People, God bless you. But that 
like <laughs> this literally takes a scene from pod people um yeah and there's i like charlie but still i don't understand it but there's all this stuff moving around. yeah charlie is this robot that looks like a off-brand r2d2 like a great value r2d2 pretty much but you like, know what i get you know the vibes i get from it it feels like uh it feels like uh fucking what's his name from gremlins gizmo uh, why gizmo mm-hmm it feels like Charlie is I guess, Gizmo, he's and then there. all the other toys are like, fuck you, Charlie. And- <laughs> yeah, sort of. But in but the reason it's confusing is because in the first scene where he's the boy, Joey has psychic powers or something, spirit, black magic, I don't know, dark magic. Like, things are flying around his room, moving around his room, toys are alive, puppets are floating with TV sets. But then all that's done. But this little robot's still hanging out and being like, I'm your battle butt yeah. buddy. Whatever, let's go into this creepy house. Like, wait. I still have a does, soul in me, I guess. Yeah, does he, like, still have psychic powers? Why is this robot? And that's never addressed. Not by anyone. And children just uh, just accept everything. So, like, the pigtail girl and the asshole bullies just think it's his toy and they mess with it, too. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. I wonder, I wonder, because you said... Or I don't know if you said, yeah, you did say it, or we're gonna say it soon. That the American version was cut like twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder. Like it? I, I'm a guy that I like. I want to watch the unedited version so I can fucking understand. Oh, I want to own this movie. I'm gonna buy this movie. Uh, it looks like we got to find the DVD because the DVD has both versions on it. Got that on a DVD. Got that on DVD. Uh, no. So I think the next scene is he finds the dummy. And he brings the dummy into his room, and he's cleaning it up and all this. He's like, hey, it looks pretty good. I think there's a scene, too, where the mom's <laughs> That's like, what he says. He spits into a rag. No, it's got a brush, and he's like, <laughs> oh, it's better than a dusty something something. But I think there's a scene, too, where he, he's having dinner with his mom, and the mom f- finds out that he has telekinetic powers and handles it kind of like how everybody else would in the beginning. You're just like, wait, this is a trick, right? Like, how are you yeah. doing this? Like, do That's it again. Magic. And then you're Where's just like, the string? Then, it's magnets. Then she's how fucking, do they work? She's slightly terrified of him at first, as you yeah. would be. Mm-hmm. But, and then he get, and then we get the from the first, from the flesh. Because Charlie's like, yo, something's going on with this fucking thing. And I don't, I don't, it's, this movie is. Get off my lawn. It's insane. It's insane. It uh, is apparently insane. it was released on DVD in 2017. Why that recently, and also why did it take that long? Was it oh my done God. by? It says like, on the cover from the director of Independence Day and Stargate. Yeah, way to yeah. sell it because that I is for, how I forgot that, he did Stargate. That's how people will buy this. That's the only reason people will buy this because the poster, who which is that. also amazing, it shows nothing factual except that there is lightning in this movie. Yeah, it's uh, so I'm gonna go through this real quick because I was messaging you. When I started watching this, and I, I, I said it, I said this movie has no freaking clue what it yeah, wants to be. Yeah, read your Discord meltdown, please. And then I got I in capital I put now we got magical ventriloquists is uh-huh. what I said because we find out once once Joey starts talking to Fletcher the dummy the dummy's like oh I was you know controlled by this what was the ventriloquist name I can't remember the vent- ventriloquist name uh, but- it was R L Stein. No, I don't know. It was R.L. Stein, mm-hmm. and apparently this guy was dabbling in black magic, and he trapped a soul inside of Fletcher, 
And he's just like, this is a bad guy. That's not your dad that's on the phone with you. Yeah. That is this guy. Uh, you guys can't like, see the cameras, but Corey's doing some sassy neck right now. When he's I'm doing head back stuff. and forth because I'm just like, this is happening. And then this <laughs> is happening. And you're just like, okay. So we have that established a little bit. And you're just like, okay. And then the, the, the teacher shows back up at the house. So I guess check oh, in because okay. Well, he shows yeah, up at Joey the house. Had, he visits yeah, he sh- them. Yeah, because Joey didn't go to school and all that stuff. Right. Uh, that's where we get another awesome bully scene of these fucking um, tanks just. Yeah, <laughs> go that's ahead. kind of fucking amazing. Yeah, the first for whatever reason, kids are just assholes, and for some reason, like we don't know where anyone lives, so it really looks like Joey's house is miles from anyone else. But these dumbass bullies show up with the remote controlled tanks and they're uh they're messing with Yeah, they're messing with Charlie the robot. And um then uh to get them back, Joey's like, All right, fuck these guys, and just makes the tanks fucking blow up, like sets them on fire and they explode. As he's just minding his own business. Carry. He was he was trying to he was trying to bury uh Satan's dummy in the ground. Um <laughs> Satan's dummy. Yeah. Uh the um I do. I have a quote here, though, right after that scene, when for whatever reason, the kids are walking around in the Bates Motel. Uh, one of them says it's darker than a bat's behind in here. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Dude, I didn't Absolutely write down any sure. other quotes because I couldn't keep up. <laughs> I couldn't keep up. Anyway, I don't even know the teacher's name. The teacher shows Mr. Martin. Martin. That was his Mr. name. Mr. Martin. Uh, so he, he comes and talks to He's Joey's mom. Yeah, he's like, have you thought about what I told you? Like, maybe get him checked out by a child psychologist. You know, reasonable. Right. I would have totally suggested that, too, if I was a teacher. So well, he not even that. Paying... Like, he could have brought it upon, like, a grieving um, psychologist. or I, Yeah, like a... Uh, I forget what it's called exactly. Uh, not grieve... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name right now, though. Uh, oh, sorry. We forgot a scene from earlier where Fletcher is like, I'm gonna kill your mom! And it's like starts shooting knives oh, Fletcher, and shit at his Fletcher mom. Fletcher is the dummy's name. Yeah. Yeah. Fletcher's like, yeah, we're doing, and he's like throwing knives at the mother, and she doesn't notice it because silly kids movie. And then the next day, she's like, "What are all these knives doing in the wall?" And mm-hmm. she's like, "She doesn't take them out, Scotty. Why doesn't she take them all out of the walls so that he can remember?" And then Martin, Mister Martin, shows up. And is like, "Hey, what's going on here?" Like. <laughs> So he, anyway, he ends up staying for dinner. Joey's like, fuck you, I don't like you. And, like, all the spoons are bent for some reason. Sure. Because there and is no he... spoon. What? Because there is no spoon. That's, I was... This movie may as well be The Matrix, too. I'm quoting The Matrix, you heathen. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I haven't seen it in a long time. Anyway, what he do... I, Joey just doesn't like him. And yeah. whenever Mr. Fuck Cl- authority. <laughs> Mr. Martin, I'm getting fucking names mixed up. Uh, he picks up his spoon. He burns. I guess he like makes the spoon really hot and he burns his hand. Hell so yeah. the teacher, Mr. Martin and the mom go into the. <laughs> I'm getting there, Scotty. Yeah. Give me a minute. They go into the kitchen. And as the, the most sensible person in this movie is the fucking teacher. He goes over to the sink and she's like, oh, no, put it here. Put your hand in here. Fishbowl. She puts his hand in the fish bowl with fish in the fish bowl. And then she goes yeah. and grabs ice and puts it in the fish bowl. 
She killed a fish. <laughs> that like five minutes was the only time there was no riff in the MST show. And then after that scene ends, Tom Servo goes, did we all just see that? <laughs> like, oh, your laugh's not even being picked up by your fucking mic. That's great. I'm sorry. Um, Corey's losing his mind, though, everybody. Trust me. I'm so. Oh, my God. This movie is... It's an anomaly, is what this yeah. movie is. <laughs> yeah, we're not joking. Like, I almost, I almost feel bad that we even said that, because that is the best part of this movie. No, don't put, yeah. like, the teacher's walking to the sink. No, don't use the sink. Use Charlie's, or Charlie's the robot. Who cares? Use my child's pet fish. Oh, wait, I gotcha. Ice cubes in the bowl. What? I messaged you. I said, why put the hand in a fucking fish bowl? And you just said, you responded with a Jack Nicholson gif. I'm just like, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Take it all in. Mm. <laughs> when you, I knew, I knew that that scene was what made me decide that we are going to discuss this film. And Jesus, yeah. man. So I wish that, I wish that people could see our conversation because I was getting Corey's play by play of his mental breakdown as he <laughs> watched this movie. <laughs> Uh, we can put we can put a screenshot of it, and that's the fucking episode thumbnail. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> Jesus, mm-hmm. man, it's, it's there, crazy. There's just like, and then the and then suddenly the third act is E. T. The third act of this movie is the third act of E. T. <laughs> All yeah, of a sudden, yeah, just yeah. no exaggeration. Guys in white, uh, clean suits. I don't know what the hell you would like sanitary. Okay. Um, so. What it is, is the connection here is, at the beginning of the movie, they're like, there was a problem with the phones all across the, oh, they say eat, uh, Virginia Beach. That's why I thought it was in America. So they oh, said Virginia yeah, Beach, right. Uh, right. from like 8.30 to 9 last night, all phones were down. Yes, yes. And they start keeping track of this, and then they they narrow it down to like, the shit's been coming from this house. Yeah. So that's when all the fucking... Oh, well, also... Really the yeah, they are. The teacher, though, Dr. Mar... Uh, no, the, hell no, he's not a doctor. Um, the he, teacher. When he's over for dinner, then suddenly shit gets super real, and, like, crap's going on in the garage outside, the lights are flickering, he sees a monster in the trash can, uh, and yeah. then the car, like, rushes out of the garage and just careens and blows up. Um, and so that, that's that when... monster in the trash can looked like a moblin. I don't yeah, know if you I wasn't what sure <laughs> what was going on, like, if we were supposed to know who that was or something. Um, but then, uh, and the dummy, like, breaks out of the closet or some other shit, but that's dummy when... Dummy's back from the grave. Yeah, but, yeah, the grave. The kid dug a one-foot hole. Um, right, from your grave. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. But then, but then the the teacher is also like, "I've got a friend. Let me call him." So he knows someone who, yeah, the th- psychoanalyst or something that comes in with all the ET that deals with these situations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the time. We get them all the time. Fletcher made a car chase after him. Like, yeah. we're a little above child psychologists right now. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Anyway, so for some men, reason, everybody in white shows up. Yeah, like thirteen U-Haul trucks and scaffolding out the ass, and then for and then I guess we're still in their house, but they have a lab set up, and it's like she's her, yeah, it, the mom's in, taking stuff out. Yeah, he's got the best acoustic. Uh, Joey sits in the room with the best acoustics. You know, like it's like foam <laughs> mat behind him that doesn't make any yeah. sense. Um, just because they're like it looks sciency, throw it up there. Um. It it just it 
all of this movie baffles me because it's so bad. It's well, the third act so, hits hard. It hit, it comes quick. It's just so haphazard. But there clearly was a budget with all this shit because of yeah. how like the the Bates Motel and all the um, things to make the toys float or look like they're floating, the CG or whatever this was would have been. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, the special effects, I could have just said that. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, all this equipment and shit. And I, even though there's only the really three is, locations in this entire movie, school, yes. house, other dirty house. Yeah, shed. Demon yeah. shed. So, so I want to make it, I want to make something very clear. The Exorcist came out 1970-something. I don't have the exact year off the top of my head. Used all practical effects. Where there's, okay. When there's stuff, there's one There's one scene. I know you haven't seen it. I'm not going to get into spoilers or anything, but there's one scene in the room where shit's flying around. Hmm. Everything's flying around, and it's all real because they have shit on. You can't see the strings, but everything, it looks real. Mm-hmm. This movie was 1985, and it took the poltergeist route and just did everything badly CG'd flying through the air. Some actors' eyes don't match up with the stuff that's passing by. Uh, it just uh, doesn't look good, and they could yeah. have easily done it with practical effects. So, Probably. Probably. But um, we get into the third act. The, the, the bullies have been like, alright, we have to make a group of people to take this nerd down. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, we should torture him or something like that. And I'm like, what these kids these are the ones that need to go to the psychologist i like, thought they were trying to go save him i that's not at what first. i saw i when they were meeting up in their uh lost boys inspired hq um which is the demon barn i guess so but it's very well lit like it literally looks like uh, again you could put these things next to each other like it looks like the cool clubhouse in the lost boys where they were hanging out yes. and eating yes it does uh, noodles slash worms um just and insane and the for leader some reason is like go ahead darth vader yep there he is <laughs> don't know Wearing why his it's helmet. His hero yeah darth vader is i guess this kid's hero uh and he's just which, excited to put the helmet on which doesn't make sense because later in the demon shed it is established that fletcher is using all of their fears against them yeah so why is darth vader this kid's fear but also his hero why is a like, cheeseburger chasing after a kid who cheeseburger cheeseburger <laughs> you guys like cheeseburgers I, I but why about is it. that that doesn't that's that doesn't make any sense either because it's like you know this is a stereotypical fat kid in an 80s movie the the the, mm-hmm. the husky boy that why would the food that he clearly loves to eat because he's fat ha 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 chase after him that doesn't make and it's like he's um he's like two lines away from being chunk from goonies every time you see him like if he said yeah but i like chunk a lot more chunk's so much better than him he's just oh are you saying something is better than this movie that it rips off (laughs) (laughs) like the establishing scene with this fat kid is he so i guess they're all in the school that's seen way earlier they're like, they got eggs. I guess they're learning how to take care of eggs. And this kid apparently hard-boiled his and just ate it. An like, avocado. Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't know, man. But anyway, back to this scene. Because like, right, he's like, all right, we either have to, I don't know, either A, rescue him or E, take this nerd down. 
and then Fletcher's like, and then like traps the kids in the demon house, and they're all trying to get out. Not all the kids. Joey and Pigtails Girl are in Joey's house. So Pigtails yeah, she Girl just walks like, in through all the sciency shit and like steals Joey. Yeah. Sure. She's like, Joey, they need help, and you can do it with your powers, please. And he's like, why? Like, (laughs) these guys are assholes, which is understandable. But he's like, fine, whatever. And we go in there, and you start getting the runaround of the kids. And they, the the kids go, what should we do now? And the one guy goes, split up. And I'm like, yeah, sure. That that makes complete fucking sense. Sure. Yeah, they may as well have started running in and out of the same doors in a hallway at that point. Which, by the way, it started with, like, two bullies. And then the bully group turns into, like, six? Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of, uh, there, the, like, some girl in a sun hat or something shows up. And Token it's like, black kid? Uh, you got state, him there. Would you state your name and motivation, please? Where did you come from? Yep. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. So we start getting a run around around the Freddy fucking maze, and they start seeing their fears, which we already talked about Darth Vader. We talked about the It's literally Darth Vader walks in, but... You don't hear the lightsaber. The light just the lightsaber zooms will, out of yeah. the sheath or whatever. Not the sheath, but, you know, the um, hilt. Hilt? Hilt, yeah. And, but you don't hear it. But, yeah, he's walking towards him. And a cheeseburger and a rock monster. And, like, for a second, it looks like fucking Lord of the Rings. Like, suddenly we're in this dynamic, deep cave from a yeah. side angle that looks actually really good. Probably because they blurred it out and made it look further away than it is. Like, forced perspective or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of smoke Weird. machines in this movie. Um, man. I Can we get to I, it? Can we get oh, to the part where I lost The mummy was actually what? fucking scary. That mummy that reaches out with a like a bloody Oh, the, uh, hand, yeah, yeah. That looked pretty good. Um, there's a rock monster, there's a mummy, there's a killer cheeseburger, there's Darth Vader chasing after a worm monster um, too like that slides out of that cave i don't know say, is maybe, that the rock yeah. monster you're talking about that yeah that might be one in the same um the kid who loves darth vader though i do want to point out real quick his shirt is great because it just says usa and has a picture of garfield <laughs> i didn't notice that i did not <laughs> yeah. notice that at all <laughs> um i also love how often all these kids are literally sliding in to the scene like like they <laughs> Joey fucking Kramer's into the hallway. <laughs> oh, I was. Yeah, I thought it looked more like risky business. Um, He's like, <laughs> but that that might be again. This will be my last reference to the MST show. But the first time Joey like slides in, one of the riffers they said, "I take my whole records off the shelf real quick." <laughs> um, so good. It's pretty great. Yeah, but so, they're like sliding all over the place, and I'm I'm just waiting why. like lawsuits left and right for these kids to smash into a wall. I want to or... see the I want to see the deleted scenes. That's yeah. what I want to see. Uh, but Joey and Pigtails meet up with the other kids, yep. and uh, they meet. They find Fletcher and the ghost ventriloquist, who is like, "Hey," and they're like, "You're the bad guy." He's like, "No, actually, Fletcher's been lying the whole fucking time." You have been talking to your dad. He's a demon oh, that really? got like, yeah. Okay, I'm learning things now. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, you didn't. You didn't catch up on this. So that's, you, this I was like more I... distracted by the fact that like, fucking the ventriloquist himself looked like he was in a, a lava lamp that broke oh, open like and someone filled with egg yolks, and he's not even moving his mouth. He's just like looking. Like he got yeah. lost in a parade or something, and he somehow ended up Doesn't on a matter. float, and he's like looking everywhere. 
Only thing that matters is the ADR they put in. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but he's telling, he's like, no, actually, Fletcher's a demon that got put into this body and has been fucking with shit. And that is your dad. And then he's like, if you want to be with your dad, you have to go through that door. And and it says exit. And I'm like, yep. no. That's the first thing I said. I said, uh-uh. No, they're not. So ultimately what happens is Fletcher tries to stop him. And then Joey's like, fuck you. And like kills him with fire. That's how it happens. Yes. That's another. And then. Yeah. Joey goes through the door and we get this. You got to help me explain this, because what this is, is it's like if you were going through a rocky corridor, but the colors have been inverted. And I'm thinking, I think that this is an allegory for dying. Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, I thought we were looking at Gozer at one point from the first Ghostbusters movie. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. But he goes because exit. I, I'm like, Uh-oh. I should say the place Gozer's sitting, not Gozer yeah, herself yeah. itself. But anyway, so you go through it, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I said to you, I said, did this fucking kid just bite the dust? Yeah. And I said, oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. They had him covered in it. So the kids bring him out because Joey is passed the fuck out. He's got no vitals. Like, they bring him to, they call in a pair. They get him to the people in white. People in white call in an EMT. And these people are like, get an EKG, get this shit, get this shit, all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, no, they're not going to kill this kid, are they? And the mom is, like, crying and has the phone. And you're like, oh, shit, they're going to kill this kid. And then... The kid fucking dies. Like, I cannot reiterate this. The kid dies. Joey dies. And everyone, all the bullies, like, they, like, come in. They're like, we want to see him. And we come, they come in. They apologize to him and all this other shit. And then you get more poltergeist shit flying uh, yeah, around. I mean, between, like, when he goes into, when he walks through the exit door, I was like, okay, it's a psychedelic trip bunch of doors open is he professor x now i don't really understand where this is going but apparently that was life or, de- or life and death and, a, and his time and, and his whatever and i am in my notes here joey's hurt and we're back to et because he's on life support or something and that's it dude scotty when the bullies come in the sheet is over oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right 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 i right. lost my shit when i saw it they were like you want to see him <laughs> and they pull the sheet back down and i was like what (laughs) so through the power of love is the only thing i can Mm. think of Mm. like joey i don't know maybe joey's like a demon now i I think joey's anyway anyway that would be great uh but he comes back i want the kid to die but i'm fine if he's possessed by a demon let me tell you don't know but the mom like so the phone starts ringing like the phone that joey's been talking to his dad through and the mom's like oh my god and the mom's devastated like crying yeah. mascara's running down her she face all that, as anyone would. in a span of a week and her she's ch- lost her family yeah it's crazy and then <laughs> and this is why i want to see the original cut because oh, the way go. the movie stops is joey opens his eyes credits <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i just went i went i lost it i said what the fuck is going on that's how they fucking end it i'm at a loss for thank you for bringing this into my life i'm so happy yeah okay good. because this movie's batshit insane 
and people should watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's um, not good. I, <laughs> I don't think it's good. The toys, well, we don't, you bypass the part which is apparently Joey coming back to life where toys are flying everywhere and like we see tie fighters and we see all this stuff shoot in and out of his room and then an, and then an ATAT slowly hobbling out of his room that's and the best part of all the practical effects because it's stop motion that's so the only reason weird. that it, yeah it, it also looks the scariest the... but yeah stop motion usually does look a little terrifying but but also how yeah. like his room is dark and it's nighttime but then in the hallway of the house it's clearly the middle of the day and there's sun coming in through the windows <laughs> like but no it's understand. nighttime in the dead boy's room and then i have my my notes here this is in all caps why is this happening is he psychic now dark magic dead dad magic what is going on like <laughs> dead magic um <laughs> and then so, it's just what oh man yeah we needed something linking the father to the dummy or the ventriloquist. We needed something linking there. That's one of the many things we needed links to. But that's the first thing I can think of. But this movie is just... It's the power of franchising. It's the, po- it's the power of shitty kid acting is what it is. Because even yeah. at the end, she's like, Joey, Joey, no, Joey, don't go in there, Joey. And you're just like... Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, go in there. Get some, away from these people. Someone give this kid a pixie stick and get it hyped up on fucking sugar for some goddamn amount of time. Like, what well, the fuck? The tidbits I was reading in the factoids was that uh, the director basically just grabbed kids that were in the school where they were filming. Oh, uh, that makes a lot of sense, from actually. What I understand. Um, also, if you try to do it on the cheap. If you watched any of the credits, the children in the credits are just listed as their names. They don't, like, know so-and-so is played by so-and-so. They're just listed oh. at, by their names. And then at the bottom, it says, and others. Wow. <laughs> um, I did Fucking also find wow. an interview. Um, let me, let me, uh, let's see here if I can get this. Oh, is that going to work? Yeah. Let me give you the link. And that's all I'm going to say. Why don't you read the link, the beginning of it there? Okay. Just read what that URL says in in our little Discord chat. Oh! Uh, You want me to just read the URL? Just just read the beginning of the URL. So the URL says www.churchofjesuschrist.org Someone interviewed the main character, the star of this movie. Um, I did not read the whole... uh, Well, actually, I'm not sure. Uh, Let's see here. Blah, 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 blah. He was in third grade. In an American school, when Roland Emmerich was looking for a ch- child to be in his next movie, Joey. Whoa, okay. But it was like... All right. An interview with uh, Josh and his mother, and um, also the director. I'm not really sure. Uh, but the last paragraph of this story from this church website says... Um, Josh's parents and his five brothers and sisters, Baird, Tia, Natasha, Salise, Salisa, and Luke, all worked as extras in Joey. A big surprise for the Morels came on opening night when they read on the screen that the film was dedicated to them. The director said, quote, I'm really glad that I met the Morel family. I like this kind of people. I know now that I need to make some changes in my life. Wow. The changes turned Roland Emmerich <laughs> to a fucking disaster porn director <laughs> yeah he's like yeah it's changed my life because this movie fucking sucked so 
I want to yeah. read the one before it. It says Joey released in November, uh, released in November 1985, and it was second in box office attendance in West Germany. Josh has received many letters and presents from admirers. One 64-year-old fan wrote, "When you played Joey, you gave us old folks such joy." Yes, and I was. I mean, I could just we could just end this episode by me reading this whole thing. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no, man, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, watch this movie. It's so good. It's on so... Tubi for free. Go watch it. To be or not to be, I say it's got to be. Um, I have to get a DVD version and watch this the the extended cut. I have to watch yeah. the the not the what is it the German cut the West Germany cut. Yeah, maybe this will be our first repeat episode. <laughs> we'll talk about it this movie be. again in episode 100 or something. We got a 20 um, minute follow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there really were not many factoids. Um, the no, thing there we really kind wasn't of meant, much we, anything. Yeah, we kind of already mentioned a good bit, but one of them here um, that it was released in North America is making contact in Germany. It's called just Joey, um, not just Joey. Is there any reason Joey. why? I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, it, you know, things get named for different regions and have different posters and covers. And can we get Roland Emmerich marketing. on here? <laughs> yeah, he's not doing anything, right? Um, but Nothing it good. does. I don't know how factual this is because it's another IMDb thing. It says Joey was subsequently released on a two-disc DVD set featuring the original ninety-eight-minute version, along with the edited North American cut. In 2016, Kino Lorber announced a Blu-ray with new high-definition transfer and newly produced special features. I'm not sure what that means. I don't means. care about that. <laughs> um, well, I would. I mean, newly produced special features could mean every, everything from like oh, interviews yeah, to whatever else. So I didn't do. Uh, let's see here. I mean, let's see if we can. Well, another reason. Right another now. reason yeah, I want to watch that 98. The other reason I want to watch that 98-minute cut is because apparently one of the factoids is the score for the U.S. version was completely changed. Yeah. And you can tell this at the beginning because the beginning starts as, like, you know, a Goonies or Monster Squad-esque score right. at a funeral. <laughs> You're just like, right. what? And yeah. then it keeps going with that. And anytime, so that's why I don't understand it's supposed to be horror. There's nothing scary in this movie. Look. The movie The Gate with a oh, young Oh, that's the Steven... first thing that came up. I found it. There's it's a PBS special called Octopus Making Contact. <laughs> when I was searching for this online. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But no, the movie The Gate with a young Steven Dorf in it is a fantastic that is a good horror entry level horror movie for children. Mm-hmm. No one really dies in the movie, but there's some scary fucked up shit in it. It's the same thing. I would. I also tell people that Gremlins is a little bit higher than The Gate is, but it's still a good. If you want to get a kid interested in horror movies, it's not a bad one to show them first. Yeah. It's not. It's pretty good. It's very, and, and it's also doubles as a Christmas movie. So there you go. <laughs> um, I kind of want both covers of this. I'm sharing my screen with you now. We've got the Making Contact cover for America. Whoa. That God. is Joey, kind of doing a. Almost a dab, but facing his closet. Oh, and yep. Fletcher's in there using force lightning, and there's a flying skateboard and soccer ball. Force lightning. The um, <laughs> do it. The dark side scene. No, no. <laughs> um, but the uh, the international cover is. I did not know what this was at the top, but I guess that's the gorilla. But he is like he's two colors, like the creature in. Um, 
shit. Stephen Stephen King's thing or Stephen King is in one of the things. It's a bunch of things by Romero. Oh, uh, Creep Show. Creep Show. Yeah, it looks like the yes. creature in the university at Creep Show, but also Fletcher. And then uh, Pigtail Girls is just flying on a bicycle. And then there's Charlie the robot. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is good <laughs> shit. This is good shit, people. I think this is what Rachel felt like when she watched Mac and Me for the first time, because we have that piece of shit on blue right now. Um, but uh, I want to own that this. That has the original cut of the movie, right? Uh, what, the Mac and Me thing? Are we talking about, what the hell? Mac and um, Me. Yes. I'm not going to get into it, because anyone that wants to watch it, like you got to watch that movie, because that's fucking insane, too. Yes, you do. Yes, they you do. do? of Mac and Me, or is that two on the nose? They did in one of the more recent seasons. They did an MST of Mac and Me. That's how Rachel was introduced to it. I'm like, I saw this show when it like came out. This is not a good movie. She's like, no, this is great. Let's. And then I did not know she bought it. It just showed up at the house. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, hold on. Before we yeah. start doing purchases like this, we need to run this by each other. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, ah, but it's by it's Shout Factory re released this thing. I, oh, I feel like fine. I feel like somehow this is my fault indirectly. It's fine if it's money that went to Shout Factory. We're fine with that. That or Vinegar Syndrome. Like those are two really good companies that reproduce <laughs> like me. some of this old shit that. Would never see the light of day if it wasn't for companies like that. So, <laughs> but that's yeah. making contact. Oh shit! The two disc set is uh, apparently out of print and super rare. So this person's trying to sell it for one hundred thirty-five dollars. Fuck Not that! Happening. So, uh, how many floating TV sets out of um, ninety-two? I, because that I, makes I, as much <laughs> sense as this movie does. All I got to tell people, just watch it once. Get drunk, get high, do whatever you do. Give the sit down, watch it with friends, watch it with a significant other. Don't go into it being like, this is going to be like the Goonies, because it ain't fucking going to be like that. No. But just get ready for some crazy shit. So, And it's all fine. We spoiled a bunch of shit, but no one listens to us. So, <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, I mean, you still... It's this. It's it's half the reason I'm not worried about spoilers for most things because you have to see it. You have to experience the journey. Experience it, yes. Um. Yeah, I don't even know. I. It's just I. Yeah. This is a no, This is a movie where if we were together, like if we were hanging out in real life, I'd be like, "Yo, let's grab some. Let's go get some hipster beers, and then let's just come back and watch fucking <laughs> making contact." <laughs> yeah, man. This is just. <sighs> Uh, it's, I, yeah, on our scale of one to five, watch this movie. <laughs> yes, just watch That's it. what we should do. Just, okay, I think that's going to be the thing at the end of every episode, so I'll be like, Corey, on a scale of one to five, uh, what do you think? And you'll just say, Burn yep, it. watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. just every time, just yep, watch it. <laughs> Either launch it into the sun or watch it as soon as you can. That's seems to be where we're going right now. So right. that's the other Christmas movie we chose. Um, this is probably coming out on New Year's Eve if, uh, yeah, it'll be out on New Year's Eve. So happy holidays and have a safe New Year's, everybody. Um, now you said you had another movie in mind for next time. Did you? And that's the thing. I haven't discussed it with you yet, but I've been, I really want to watch it because it is something special from the stuff I've seen. Mm. Are you familiar with a film called Don't Panic? Uh, I don't think so. Well, stick around, people, because if we do decide to do it, that'll be our next episode. Because Don't Panic is 
I feel like it's a gem. I feel like it is a I don't want to get too much into it, but don't panic. I've seen surprise Red Letter Media watched it, but not just Red Letter Media, like around the same time, there were other people in the Megavisions discord that we are part of. There was one person that's like, oh, yeah, we're going to watch Don't Panic and all these other movies. I'm like, yo, Don't Panic looks really good. Like, don't sleep on Don't Panic. So Hmm. (laughs) I think it would be interesting to watch that movie. And surprise, it's a horror movie. Let's just stick with shitty horror movies. It's just fine. They're a lot easier to talk about. Like when there's not like like action movies, I feel are a 50 50 shot where it's like, yep, that was an action movie or. I mean, even Annihilation, which was legitimately a good horror movie. Mm. Ended up being very, very good. Yeah, yeah. I still have disturbing thoughts revolving around that movie because that it's last that, that fucking, fucking bear, sound, man. That soundtrack overall, I think, is what did it. Um, yeah, it has a very like Inception soundtrack. Like there are noises that are exactly music, <laughs> but you associate them with that thing. So it's ambiance, creepy ambiance is what it is. It's just yeah. that fucking that that bear, man. That 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 weird ass bear. That's things of nightmares is what that is. (laughs) So, I mean, that anyway, we're rambling now out of context made me see that movie. So, yeah, but no, we appreciate everybody um, listening to us. And uh, please let us know what you think. Please let us know if you've seen this movie. Holy crap. If you've seen Making Contact, man, we don't have a we don't have a (laughs) static zone discord, but you can join either the Megavisions or the Scrubverse and we can talk about some shit in there. We got movie channels. Yeah, basically, if you click on either of our social media names, you'll find uh, the discords we're in and everything. That sounds like a lot of effort, but uh, eh, maybe we should start linking the discord in our link tree. Who knows um, the different. Yeah, sure. um, Yeah, I think I think, man, what a way to end a shitty year uh with this in yes experience of a movie let me tell you i'm I'm, so happy because i did like i said i I got covid i i am currently on quarantine right right, now and i felt like shit yesterday and when i woke up at 4 a.m this morning and i felt great i was like yes i get to do the podcast oh good (laughs) that was that was one of the things like it was around it was around six where Mm -hmm. i was really like oh i feel better now Mm-hmm. I'm doing this fucking podcast tonight, so I'm glad I did because holy shit, this movie is yeah, all. I'm what saying. a thing to take your mind off of anything, I'll tell you. Well, I'm glad that makes yep. me feel good. I think, um, yeah, this is. Uh, I was glad that you responded to this the way you did because, man, was I excited to. I I just like it. It's one of the. It was one of those things where it's like, you know, sometimes I'll see an MST where like if I run into somebody else that's seen it, we can talk about it, but like. I wish that I had this experience to talk to someone else with. And what better way to bring it into anyone else's life than with this show? <laughs> we're we're going to be quoting this shit all the time. Like, we're just uh, going to be like, hand and fishbowl. Like, <laughs> yeah, yep, <laughs> like, yep. darker well, than a bat's I behind. See, I see that you wrote it down this time. So let's, yeah. uh, let's get that outro. Hell yeah. Because, you know, if you... Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm apparently haunted. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You got Fletcher coming after you. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's uh, his, my inspiration. If you're getting a little bit of static, don't touch that dial because you are exactly where you need to be. You're in the static zone. Static zone. I'm trying to do it with you that time. So. See you. <laughs> See ya. Especially when you're different. 
you're helpless. Tommy, look out! And alone. But now, Joey's the man of the house. And it's under attack. Watch out! supernatural forces. He can't understand. But Joey won't be helpless for long. Because Joey's not alone anymore. Making contact. Out of this world adventure.